Good morning, Anthem Church. My name is David Swart, and I'm so happy to be with you, uh, kind of virtually with you in Chicago. If you don't know who I am, my wife Kathy and I, along with our four kids, used to live in Chicago, and we were with you with with Anthem Church for about eight years, and left six years ago to come to Columbus, Ohio, and we now lead a church called Six One Four Church. Our church loves Anthem Church. We pray for you guys all the time, and we love having Steve and Debbie out here. Every time that they've come, they've left such an amazing deposit, something from the Lord for us that has really, really helped us moving forward. So thank you to the elders. Thank you, Steve and Debbie, for inviting us to, to speak to your church. It is a huge privilege, one which I do not take lightly in any way. This morning, I have something on my heart for you. I know that you are going through a series in the Psalms, and Psalm 55 has really been speaking to me lately. And I, I trust as I've been uh, thinking about this, this message for you today, that there's something really special and important that God wants to speak to you through this message. So let's listen. We're going to look in Psalm 55. Alright, Psalm 55 is known as a lament. Uh, a lament is, is something that's kind of defined as a passionate expression of grief and sorrow. So I would say Psalm 55 totally qualifies. I'm going to read the whole thing. There's a lot of verses here. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So follow along with me in your Bible if you can uh, and underline, see what jumps out at you as we open up this Psalm and we'll see what, what happens. Okay, Psalm 55, verse 1. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. My enemies shout at me, making loud and wicked threats. They bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down. My heart pounds in my chest and the terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me and I can't stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, then, then I would fly away and rest, and I would, far I would fly far away to the quiet of the wilderness, how quickly I would escape far from this wild storm of hatred. Let me, let me pause for a second before I go to verse 9. This is a, a lament. We've talked about what that, what that means. What's interesting about this, and probably the thing that uh, I find the most curious about the Old Testament is this was written by David as a hymn, as a, as a psalm to be sung. He sends it to the choir master. He's like, hey DJ, like play me a song and let's, let's listen to my whining for a little bit. And that's how he, he, he wants the nation that he's leading, the people who go to church, to sing this song. So as you think, thought of some of the words that we've already said and as we're going to carry on, this is a different kind of music. But there's a really specific purpose in being able to lament together like this. And we're going to open that up in a, in a few more minutes. But let's go back to the song. Psalm 55, let's go. Verse 9. Remember, this is a song. Like a choir. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans. For, for I see violence and conflict in the city. Its walls are patrolled day and night against invaders. But the real danger is wickedness within the city. Everything is falling apart. Threats and cheating are rampant in the street. It's not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It's not my foes who so arrogantly insult me. 
I could have hidden from them. Instead, it is you, my equal, my companion and close friend. What good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together to the house of God. Let death stalk my enemies. Let the grave swallow them alive, for evil makes its home within them. Verse 16, but, but I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon and night I cry out in my distress and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me, though many still oppose me. God who has ruled forever will hear me and humble them. For my enemies refuse to change their ways. They do not fear God. And for my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. His words are as smooth as butter, but in his heart is war. His, wor his words are as soothing as lotion, but underneath are daggers. Verse 22, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall, but you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young, but I'm trusting you to save me. Oh, what a song. Oh, what a song. What a, what a lament to be singing with your buddies at church. And, uh, you know, as I said up front, a lament is a, a passionate expression of grief or sorrow. I'm sure you can hear that in the words that David uh, was putting into the song. It, it is, there's a lot of sorrow. There's a lot of emotion in it. And, and as I've been looking at uh, lamenting, uh, the last few weeks I preached on uh, lamentations that, uh, a few weeks ago. And in, in the five chapters of lamentations, there's this, this idea of a, a protest. It's a, it's a passionate expression of words of feelings of pouring it out and in the middle there's such hope that we find in there so i want to pull out just four thoughts quick thoughts out of this song that may help us and may help you in your situation that you are in today firstly the first idea it's this it's bring your whole self to the lord Bring your whole self to the Lord. Clearly, I mean, as you read this, as you read those opening verses, God is okay with lamenting. God, God is okay with you pouring out your emotions, pouring out your feelings, your hurt, your anger, your pain, your confusion. God is okay with you doing this. And so much so, he put it into the canon of scripture so that people would know this for all generations. It's okay to know that you can come to the Lord and be real. I mean, listen to some of these words. Verse 2 says, please listen for, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. Verse 4, my, my heart pounds in my chest and the terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me and I cannot stop shaking. David brought his whole self. There was no hiding. There was no hiding behind a facade of what he thinks he should be as a king or as a ruler. He came to the Lord with all that he knew and felt and was. I think this is important. I think this is important. We, we perhaps grow up in a society, I know I did, where, you know, as a, as a young boy, I mean, you've got to man up. You've got to be tough. Don't cry. You know, you just, just push through. You can make it. God is okay with you bringing your feelings. He made you with your feelings. He made you in the image of God with all that you are. So bring it to him so that we can authentically worship him. 
No matter what you're feeling. I, there, there's, there's healing that comes when you be authentically yourself before the Lord. When you, when you process your feelings, when you process your emotions. For me, what I do in my uh, kind of quiet time, my, my time with the Lord is I've always got a journal out. And I just start in the mornings. Good morning, Father. And I, I, I share my feelings. I share my thoughts. And it's, it's in the processing. It's in the sharing what's going on that things for me get sorted out in my mind and in my heart. And I place it at the feet of God. I want to encourage you, what, whatever you're going through right now, as a nation, we're going through a lot of soul search and we're going through a, a lot of questions and a, and a lot of pain and anger and, and all of these things. And it's been expressed in so many different ways, uh, especially Facebook. <laughs> Maybe we should stop doing that. Let's bring those feelings, let's bring those thoughts to the Lord and see how He brings healing and deliverance to all of us. If you don't know where to start, here it is. Anywhere. Just start anywhere. Say, Jesus, I need help. Say, Father, I don't understand this. Say, God, I'm angry. I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. This one hurt me. This one betrayed me. This is happening. Just start and trust that the Holy Spirit just gets involved in helping you sort out what's going on in your heart. Secondly, second thought out of the psalm, it's this, and this is obvious. Trouble seems to be a part of life. It's a part of this fallen world that we live in. I mean, perhaps, perhaps you grew up like me, and, and I, this was a revelation to me. I grew up uh, on Disney. I mean, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin, and Lion King, and, and all of that. And you know, you go through troubles, but hey, within 90 minutes, we're all together with the animals singing the circle of life. And you think your troubles are just going to be momentary and everything's going to be okay and we're all going to kumbaya together. Unfortunately, we do go through trials. We go through them a lot. I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I'm getting. I'm like, man, these are getting more intense. Especially in these days. But look at what David went through. Verse 20, he said, As for my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. This was, this was David writing and David particularly had a really difficult betrayal. It was his own son. His own son betrayed him. And I mean, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of emotion that comes with that. So don't be surprised when difficult things go your way. The enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy. That is his plan. That is his task. And sometimes he's, he kills. Sometimes he destroys. Sometimes he brings confusion. We know he can never bring us down. But we are going through it. And often we go, we go through these trials. As you're moving forward in the things of the Lord. As you're, as you're taking ground and, and moving and growing in revelation of who he is. The enemy does not like that. And you will face opposition. So don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when these things come. Pour out your heart to the Lord. Hold on to Him. But that, that, this just really leads me to my next observation. Number three, there is hope. There is always hope. The amazing thing with these laments, the, the book of Lamentations, 
the book of Job, so much lamenting going on here. This psalm, we're reading Psalm 55, there's always a moment, there's always a place in the middle of the lament where we're trusting the Lord gets highlighted, where understanding the sovereignty, the greatness, the power of God is highlighted. So yes, it's okay, pour out your feelings. Yes, we go through stuff, we go through trials, bring it to the Lord, but always know that there is hope. Verse 22 says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. Give your burdens. Another translation says, cast your cares upon him. Give your burdens to the Lord. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. David understood this. Complaint without hope leads to despair, not faith. Complaining without this element of hope, holding on to the Lord, will lead to despair. It doesn't lead to faith to make it through. So complain, but trust in the goodness of God. If all we do is fight or protest or cry out with acknowledging God in the middle of our lives and our circumstances, we end up without hope. We end up without a vision. And, and Proverbs 29 verse 18 says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint or, or the people are discouraged. Without knowing that there is a hope, there is, there is a God, there is a, a sovereign Lord, a creator of all things, who is over all things. And even though you're in the middle of it, there is light. There is a rock on which we stand. Without that, you will be discouraged. So fix your eyes on Him. Fix your eyes on the Lord. He will not let the righteous fall. And I've got to finish then with my last point. Last point is this. Jesus. The last point is Jesus. You're like, wait a minute, we're in Psalm 55. Come on, that's Old Testament. What, what do you mean? Well, let me, let me explain it this way. As I read this Psalm, the verse that perhaps stood out to me the most, other than the famous one, you know, cast all your cares upon him, uh, was the next verse. It was verse 23. He said, but but you, O oh God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murders and liar, uh, murderers and liars will die young, but I am trusting you to save me. Well, where is Jesus in this? Think of this. David was betrayed by his son, and he prays for justice to be poured out. Verse 23. Death to those sinners. Death to those betrayers. Jesus was betrayed by one of his besties, one of, one of his disciples. And what does he say? Justice needs to be poured out, but poured out on him. Justice was poured out on Jesus after the betrayal. David was praying for justice to be poured out on the betrayer. That's the big difference. That's the big difference where when Jesus came into the picture, we, we all want justice. We, we all want to see things uh, be made right. You know what? Uh, look at this. Psalm 89 verse 14. It says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. The foundation of the throne of God is righteousness and justice. You know what? You and I were made in the image of God and our souls want justice. We want when things are wrong to be made right. It's, it's in all of us. It's in all our DNA because we're made in the image of God. Jesus agrees. He absolutely agrees. The foundation of his throne is righteousness and justice. 
But what does he say? You will never seek and find true justice outside of him taking it on himself and satisfying justice, satisfying the wrath of God. That betrayer, yes, the penalty is paid. It was paid by Jesus. That person who's coming against you, that person who is, is hurting you, that, that people group who is against you, Jesus took the penalty of that injustice on himself. Let's grieve. Let's lament. Let's pour out our feelings. But hope in this, that Jesus, who is perfect justice, poured this on himself. We no longer have to come to church and say, Dear Lord, will you kill that guy who like cut me off in the road? No, because perfect justice was carried out by him. Now we come and we sing, Lord, my heart is broken, but I will hope in you. Lord, my, my life is going through a trial, but I trust in you. Lord, they, they betrayed me. They, 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 they like cast me out. But you, in you, I hold. I hold on to you. But for Jesus who came, he took the penalty of our sin. We are all guilty. We are all guilty. Now, now because of Jesus, we read in 1 Timothy that God desires for all men to be saved. We read in Romans 10 that all who call on the name of Jesus will be saved. The betrayers, the thieves, the liars, the, the friend who has, has hurt you. When we call on Jesus, we take, he takes on the penalty of our sin. And we are now called righteous in the sight of God. If you're wondering if Jesus knows how you feel. I can't imagine being betrayed by your son in that way. I can't imagine having my son wanting to kill me so that he can take my inheritance or take whatever it is that I have. But Jesus does. Jesus does. In Isaiah it prophesies, he said, He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. As we finish this out, I just want to say, Bring your anger, your pain, your anguish, your disappointments. Bring it to the Lord. It is so important. There's that song. Um, <laughs> I'm going to date myself now. I was a kid. Uh, anyone remember Salty, the singing songbook? Uh, it was, I think it was book five. And this little girl gets lost on the camping. And she sings a song. I'll never forget it as long as I live. The sweetest little song. She sings, I cast all my cares upon you. I lay all of my burdens down at your feet And many times I don't know what to do I will cast all my cares upon you That song comes from Psalm 55 I cast all my cares upon you And on Jesus was it all laid We laid at the feet of Jesus he took it all on himself. He promises eternity without pain, without sin, without sickness, without oppression, without injustice, without crying, without tears. There is hope and it is found in Jesus. 
I trust that, that as you go through your day, as you go through your week, that this would be an encouragement to you to bring yourself to Jesus. Thank you for listening this morning. And I will pray that God will be with you no matter where you're at in the season of your life. But bring your burdens to Him. Bring it to the feet of Jesus. Thank you very much.